is the Technology Show, where we translate geek into regular speak. I'm Brett Levy, and I am alone this week, unless some cool stuff comes through on the chat. So I was thinking about uh, how to get the, you know, whether I do a things with a Z or app of the week, and I realized I actually haven't done an app of the week for ages. And I know Angel is going to get upset with me and go, but B, it's not an app because... What I'm going to do today is not an app, it's web-based, but I've kind of gone past the the, the point of uh, worrying whether something's an app or whether it's web-based, and now we're talking about Web.3, so let's just get straight into it. So today, I've decided to, for things with a Z, to do an app, software tool, um, and it is called Integrately. So let me bring up my slides here, yeah, they're, they're there, see? So... We're at the beginning of the year. Last week was a nice uh, geek fest, looking at all the cool new tech from CES. But the most important part of this time of the year is to get it right. We need to start the year off with a, a, a good positive note and uh, make sure that we're planning well for what's going to come ahead of us. So basically, I'm sure you've heard of IFTT, if that, then this, or Zapier. Those are both tools that are used to help you connect or Make something happen when something else happens. So if you get an email, open up a folder. If you get a new contact lead, open up HubSpot, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I was introduced to Integrately a, a couple of months ago, and I started playing with it. And, you know, it's one of those things our whole, our, our whole credit is to, to support small businesses, to support independent companies, hence part of being uh, part of SME Association. And... Um, Integrately is just one of those companies. And you know, what's nice with new software or comparative software, when you look at the, the original people, is that you know, they've learned what the others have done and then they've made it better. And the one thing that I really liked about this, and I'm just gonna say, I don't know if Zapier and or if this then that does this. So if they do, then this is not an innovation, but it's definitely something that resonated for me, which is the, the, the function they have called select one click automation. Now. We're living in a world at the moment where, you know, we're talking about no code, headless websites, uh, drag and drop, you know, and so on and so forth. And that's because more and more people are working from home, building their own businesses um, and needing to set up cool tech. With that comes the need to be more efficient and to automate. So basically, and hope you like my wallpaper in the background. Well, it's not really wallpaper. I'm sitting down in a big node of colorful pipes. Um, but the whole thing is that if you can find a way to save time and just get back even a few minutes in a day or a couple of hours in a day, when you take that and you, you, know, you add that over weeks and months and years, it's amazing how much time you get back. I'm so tired of people saying to me, oh, I just don't have time to do that. You know, if you look at the efficient people in the world, they do 18, 19, 20 hours a day, seven days a week, and yet they still have fun and they still find time to, to, to read books. When was the last time you read a book? Okay, that probably that that was a, a rhetorical question. So let's look at integrate the and why I chose it. So there were six hundred and forty odd integrations already said, and what I mean by that is software that you can use. I've put a couple of slides up here. Let's see if I can bring them up. So the way you do it is, as I said, I love the select one-click automation. Now I use a program called Toggle. Um, it's actually, I think, featured as, a, as an app of the week many moons ago. And I use HubSpot. Um, you'll often see me wearing a HubSpot t-shirt. I'm not wearing a HubSpot t-shirt today. 
Um, and HubSpot I use as my CRM. And for Toggle, it's a time management, um, project management tool. So I work with a lot of retainer clients and I work with a lot of project clients. So I track my time. So if they ever say to me, oh, we spent all this money with you and we don't know what we got for it, I can show them. And that's what Toggle does. But amazing how cool it would be if I could actually start a toggle time and automatically have that information transpose into that client's folder in HubSpot. Well, wonder no more. So as you can see, if, you, if you're watching, I've put it up on the screen. If not, I'm just going to talk through it anyway. By simply just adding the toggle button, which is the little logo and the, the looks like a power button and the HubSpot, I hope by now you know what the HubSpot logo looks like. I literally added those. If I go back to the slide before, um, Where's the slide before? So there was, I just looked through the list. I found Toggle in there, selected it. I found HubSpot in there, selected it. And as soon as I did that, it started to populate things that I could already do. These are obviously the popular things using a little bit of AI. Um, for example, what it says on the screen there for those listening is when company is created in HubSpot, create project in Toggle. Now that makes sense, right? If you're creating a project or company inside your CRM and you're a project-based person, then the chances are you're going to use your time management tool, in this case, Toggle. Or when a deal is created in HubSpot, create a task in Toggle. Again, it's going to remind me when I open Toggle, hey, hold on a second, if I'm working on that deal, I should be logging this time. But there is a feature that if you don't want to use one of the predetermined ones, you can create your own. Live shows, idiots in cars and motorbikes. So there was the next slide. Can't find your automation, uh, you can create your own. And then what they did is when this happens, then do this is what it says on the two different columns. Um, tag, uh, you know, a tag is created in Toggle and then create a task in Toggle. So you can basically do whatever it is that you think you're going to need to do. Now, I've used Toggle as an example purely because it's one of the programs that, that I use. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that this is a one-trick uh, one trick pony. If I go here, for example, this is what I did to set up. Uh, for those listening as well, I keep forgetting that this is a podcast as well as a podcast. So I've just put on the screen that says um, time entry started in toggle. So the when um, is what I've selected and then update company data in HubSpot. Now, next time I start a project in toggle or next time I start a timer, as long as I've tagged who that is for, which I do, it will automatically keep a note of that within HubSpot, which is my CRM program. Now, imagine three or six or five months from now, new CFO comes in or an auditor and says, oh, hold on a second, we spent all this money with uh, Brett. What do we get for it? I get called out. I say, not a problem at all, sir. Here we go. And I show them basically all my toggle reports. And I can say, this is what I was working on. This is the time I spent. This is the date. It's all stamped there. Um, I use um, I use Integrately for uh, Gmail as well. So if I'm not ready to actually deal with an email or there's certain emails that I've subscribed to that I'm used that is a lot of them where I get my sources of information um, I use integrated to actually move that into a to view later or snoozed environment so when a mail comes in from and I've added the the URL because sometimes it comes from different people at that URL then move it to here and notify me now uh, Again, I, I don't need to go back on the screens. I can just talk this through. But there was actually a room for a third action as well. So I haven't tried to go past three. And this is one of the things I also want to say with automation. A lot of people give up on automation. And whether you go with Integrately, as I said, this is something I found. And by the way, they offer a free version where I think it's up to 200 interactions 
um, or 200 uh, actions. Whereas with I know with Zapier it was only 100, and I don't know what if this and that offers from the free version, and that's forever. And I think there were five projects or five actions that you could set up. So, you know, if you wanted to just double, it's risk-free, there's no credit cards, that's another reason to look at Integrately, especially if you want to see if automation is right for you. And this is a very important part about why I wanted to use an automation uh, app for my app of the week and for a discussion for today. We're all in this productive mode. We're just, I mean, suntan's gone. Uh, you know, we, we're now starting to actually put clothes on and get ready for meetings again. I've had meetings. I know lots of people back in the office already and, and you know, what holiday. The point that I'm making, though, is that a lot of people will spend a lot of time trying to set up automation. I'm not going to name and shame, but a lot of people that listen to the show know someone that I'm thinking of that has that was had automations coming out to the cows came home. It takes an incredible amount of time to set these things up because you're going to sit down and think about it and you're going to think about what you wanted to do and where you want to do it. So the suggestion is get rid of the simple tasks. Now, here everyone going, hey, Brett, why? If it's simple, let's just do it. Well, here's a simple answer. There could be five simple tasks you need to do in a day. Each one of those simple tasks takes five minutes. That's 25 minutes a day. That's, oh, I'm going to try and do this in my head, one hour and... 40-odd minutes a week. That's nearly five hours a month. Five hours a month, give or take six hours. This Let's just call it eight hours a month. Just forgive me, we're going to make up the mathematics. That is a day's work. So if you want to have a cheat day on a Thursday, weather's good, you want to go down to the beach, sorry for the people up in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, why not? You've saved an hour, a day's worth of time just by eliminating the simple tasks. The other thing is that by investing your time into trying to see if this works and does make your life more efficient, you're doing it with the simple tasks. If it doesn't work and it's not for you, you've wasted no time in, in trying to set up complex um, integrations. So that would be the tip that I would I would definitely recommend following. Uh, I've, I've used some form of automation. Um, I actually used Zapier as opposed to If This Then That. Um, and then, as I said, I was... I don't know, I was cleaning out and I redid my machine and I just never bothered to put it back in. And uh, I think Integrately was actually on, on one of the sites that I look at and they were about to win an award or be nominated for awards. I thought, Pat, let's have a look-see. So, yeah, um, Integrately, I think I actually have the website up. I can put that up there for the people watching. But it's Integrate, G-R-A-T-E-L-Y dot com. As I said, there's a free trial Go and have a look at it. Um, as I said, I've been using it now for probably the better part of three, four months. Yes, I know we're saying with efficient time now, but I started my efficient time towards the end of last year, um, making sure that I could actually have a bit of a break and, and know that things were happening. And things like autoresponders or, you know, when emails come in from certain people, you can have an integration that actually responds accordingly. So there's lots of there's lots of really good benefits from having it, and I must say there were so many cool tools that I'd never heard of inside uh, that were already pre-approved for integrations. Um, I kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole and found a couple of new software tools that I'm going to probably be playing with, and uh, who knows, they might make it up onto one of my apps of the week. So integrately.com, um, if you if you want to go and have a look at it, uh, give it a whirl. Um, yeah, great app of the week and uh let's let's move on from there right well i uh i'm going to just stop for a moment and and obviously 
yeah, our thoughts and, and prayers are with the people in Tonga. If you don't know what's been going on in Tonga, I mean, it's obviously closer to, to us here in Australia. It's part of the Polynesian Islands. Um, there was a, a really big underwater earthquake or volcanic, volcanic earthquake, sorry, that resulted in a tsunami. Um, you know, people have died, people are injured, but, uh, you know, why is this on the technology show? Well, one, because we're freaking human, but more importantly, uh, for all those people out there going, oh, we need to be purist. There's a good reason for having it on the show, besides the fact that we're human. Um, the tsunami has severed the cable. So it's bad enough that these poor people have gone through, you know, a natural catastrophe. And in fact, we've had warnings along the most of the east coast of Australia as well. Thankfully, it doesn't look like anything but some really good big waves have come across our side. Um, but basically, it severed the underwater data cable. So, you know, you've got you've got a situation now where you've gone through a tragedy. People, I know there are thousands of people, Tongan, Tongans, that live here in Australia and obviously more around the world. They don't even know what the fate of their loved ones are. They can't get hold of them. You know, you know we take the... Yeah, I'm talking to you via the internet. We take it for granted, right? We're just going to wake up and it's going to be there. And our email's going to come through and our Facebook and all those good things. Um, I do believe the government is working on putting satellites in place just to try and get some form of communication going. So as I said, this was just, uh, you know, they are neighbors to us. Um, for anyone that's a rugby fan, you know what you know, you know what the capability of the Tongans are, uh, along with the Samoans and anyone else from the Polynesian region. So... Yeah, hopefully it gets fixed soon and hopefully there's, you know, no knock-on effect and uh, secondary waves. I'm not a meteorologist, so I don't know all the correct terms. Seismic activity. Ah, Netflix. So let's talk about getting screwed. Um, Netflix should be changing their logo. For those that are not looking at the screen, if you just take the L and the I of the Netflix logo and you kind of bring them together, in other words, remove the gap, You'll see what I have up on the screen. I'm not going to repeat the word because there might be younger people listening. But that's what Netflix has done to their North American clients. And I say their North American clients because that's for now. We don't know if it's going to roll out to the rest of the world. Just a bit of a newsflash. So what, I, what I'm talking about is they're increasing their subscription services. So let's just pause there for a second and think about this. Okay, pause over. Back to the show. Uh, guys, we have just come out of a pandemic. People have lost all kinds of things, life, money, jobs, businesses, you name it. No one, I mean, the rich have got richer, but that always seems to be the case in times of need. And you know, it is, that's, that's, that's not what this show is. That's for someone else's show. But the point that I'm making is, is, you know, we've all done it tough for the last two years and it doesn't look like it's getting better anytime soon. Um, coupled with that, you have more competition in this space than ever before with Disney Plus and Paramount Plus and uh, Discovery Plus and oh, there's a theme going here, Amazon Prime and Hulu and Stan and Fox. And I mean, uh, this is not the name, the, the streaming services show. The point that I'm making is, you know, their rationale is that, you know, to, to produce original content. I just want to stop there for a second. I have Netflix and their content's great. And I'm going to actually take a proper segue here. If you're a fan of Harlan Coben's books, um, yes, for the younger generation, books were things that we read before Netflix. Um, on Netflix, there must be about five or six series, limited series that have been made from his books, and they're really good. Now, that costs money, and there's good acting, and there's scenes, and there's, there's effects, and there's all kinds of stuff. I get it, okay? But 
you're in a competitive landscape. Pushing the prices up is not your way of saying, hey, we care, all right, first of all. Second of all, um, you haven't made all those big fancy shows you were talking about for the last two years. Maybe a few, and a lot of uh, talking head documentaries, but not the big blockbusters of the five and six hundred billion dollars you were talking about. So uh, Netflix, come on, guys, just uh, you know, let's let's play ball here a little bit. Maybe we want to think that one for the rest of the world. And you know, I actually have Netflix shares. So for me as a shareholder, I'm not happy about this because what you're doing is yes, I should be happy. You're going to increase revenue, and I'm going to get dividends, and that's wonderful. But I'm basically paying for those dividends. I tell you what, keep the price down. I won't get that increase in dividend, and we're all happy. Okay, thanks. Uh, Charter Pacific Corporation. I'm 99.9999% sure you haven't heard of that company. And I don't blame you because I hadn't heard of that company either until I read the news. It's a little bit of a David and Goliath moment, and it's actually here in Australia. It's a little company out of Brisbane. That's what their logo looks like. You might not have heard about them before the technology show, uh, but you will know about them after the technology show. They've just won two of their three claims against Apple. Yes, Tess, I've got to mention Apple again. God forbid a show ever goes past that I don't get to mention Apple. Uh, apparently, I say apparently, the fact that they've won their case, um, I'm assuming not apparently anymore, but Apple's Face ID and um, Touch ID breached biometric patents that um, CPC actually holds. There's a little company I set out of Brisbane. Um, I don't know if they listed. If they are, I'm definitely going to buy shares there because they're going to go. The, they're going to uh, be in the news very soon. And of course, the technology show covered it as well. I am a fanboy of Apple, but guys, you've got to play the game fair. Um, you know, no one should be screwing the little person. You're a trillion dollar company. Behave like a trillion dollar company. Please don't become a Facebook. We hate Mark Zuckerberg. He's an idiot. His company's an idiot. They're evil. Um, you know, please just don't do it. Um, you know, if you're going to get technology from, from other companies, pay the dues. You know, the more you pay other companies and your suppliers and the more on time, on time is definitely a message here as well, the more money that they have to keep on innovating and developing and, made, and make them um, better at what they do, which gives you a better product, which means everyone scores. Just think about it for a second. It's logical. Right, so um, now this is not a post of the ASCA, the Australian Seniors Computer Club Association. This is actually quite interesting. So members of UniCC, which is a marketplace on the dark web which have stolen credit cards uh, and netted in the region about $360 million, are retiring. They actually made a statement in both Russian and English, and I think the statement I'm reading means that they wrote it in Russian and then translated into English, across the dark web fraternity saying, um, our team retires, we are not young, and our health do not allow to work with us any longer. Oh, but Chinese on that one there as opposed to, sounds like one of the Chinese instructions. Take plug and take credit card away from us now, thank you. So, um, yeah, apparently a uni CC is retiring. They are taking the 360. So any new people joining into your retirement village, if you see this little mask or in their drawers in like that, maybe there's a reward for them there. But, I mean, these guys are really bad news. Anytime your, mine, or any other innocent person's credit card was stolen, 
the numbers were put onto a place like UniCC's farm. And then other hackers would transfer Bitcoin or, or cryptocurrency to get the credit card numbers to be able to use to buy the stuff. So it was laundering coins and all kinds of weird and wonderfuls. But UniCC is no more. I'm sure there are 400 other places for people to go and buy their illegal stolen credit card numbers should they need to. Uh, speaking of a hack, did I, did I say that out loud? Okay, so Spotify owns a show called The Joe Rogan Show. For the listeners, I have a picture of Joe Rogan up there. Now, people are sitting there going, mate, you wish he was a hack. He's got $100 million, and uh, how much do you get for your show? I'm not comparing myself to Joe Rogan in any way, shape, or form. In fact, I love the shock jock genre. There's no one better, in my opinion, than the great Howard Stern. He's still a favorite of mine, always has been. But Joe, I'm sorry, mate, you're an idiot. Uh, you're an absolute plonker. And the reason I say that is I'm all for free speech, and I'm even more for opinions, okay? But if your opinion is going to be put out there to millions of listeners, it needs to be clearly stated as an opinion and not disseminated as fact. On your show at the moment, you are misleading a lot of people with a lot of bullshit, okay? And I'm not talking about, I don't even have to tell you what I'm talking about. This is not the show where we talk about that evil thing. Uh, no, not Joe Rogan, the other evil thing. What I'm saying is, mate, really, you're acting like a Muppet. Um, so given that we're in a pandemic, I thought maybe a nice Alfred E. Newman mask might be good for you. And I mean, you know, everyone's going to say, oh, yeah, Joe Rogan's show is brilliant. He's brilliant. I've listened to it. And he's funny. And I like the fact that he calls us is. I said, I love the shock jock uh, environment. But Spotify is a digital company. They paid a crap load of money to get his show. And at the moment, as we speak, the CEO has advised that there are 10 cases against him, most of them internal from the staff, not happy with what's going on. So, and I think, you know, this is something for myself as well that I pride myself on. I've never, ever reviewed a product that I actually haven't used. I don't get paid to review my products. Um, I might get, I'm not might, I do get sent a lot of my products for free and I even get to keep them. And that's just my choice, which is fun. So in the interest of full disclosure, that's one of the benefits I get from having my own show and, and being able to talk about cool tech. This man gets paid to do what he does, which means that they need to recover their, their, their expenditure of $100 million. And quite honestly, you want to be a shock jock? Awesome. You want to go out there and push the envelope? Even better. All right. But you've got to tell the truth, mate. And if it is your opinion, that's fine. I've got my opinions. I've got lots of opinions. I share them every Wednesday, 2 to 3 Australian Eastern Standard Time. However, they are, I'm very clear when I say it's opinions. Like I say Mark Zuckerberg is an idiot. That's my opinion. I'm entitled to my opinion. Others might agree with me. Others might not. I don't go and say Mark Zuckerberg is seven foot two and has tattoos on tram stamps saying enter here. That's not a fact. That's just, that's just stupid. Right. So yeah, Joe, New Year. Uh, yeah, mate, let's play nicely. What else we got here? Oh, all right. So Activision or Activision Blizzard, they're probably famous for a game. Um, well, they, they're published. They've got lots of games. But one of, the, one of their main games is Call of Duty um, and Overwatch. Now, I think the employees of Call of Duty have probably been playing with the wrong joystick lately because they currently have 20, 20 I think it was 20-odd employees. Yes, I think. 
I don't know for a hundred percent fact, Joe. Um, I think twenty employees were dismissed on uh, sexual harassment charges, and another twenty have been um, uh, what's the word disciplined. So it's like forty staff. Um, you know, maybe we going to see a new game launching because Call of Duty has different versions: Black Ops, uh, Warzone, etc. Maybe we're gonna get Booty Call of Duty. Too soon? Don't know. What is funny, however, or I don't know if it's funny, is that Microsoft is now buying Activision. Now, even with all the sexual harassment going on, then, then again, if I think about why they would acquire it, I mean, we all know that Bill Gates spent a lot of time on Epstein's island. Moving along. So, uh, right, Merchant of the Week. Wow, we're already at that part of the show. So if you don't know about the SME Mall, let me tell you about the SME Mall. It's uh, in conjunction with the Small Medium Enterprise Association of Australia. It is a place where you can sell your products and services for free. Um, it's what we're trying to do to help small businesses get online. You can be selling within six minutes. And I've actually got the URL up but for those listening and, and or not watching at this moment in time. The featured merchant this week is Photobook Australia. Now, there's a reason why I chose this one. So Photobooks, those really cool things you see on coffee tables, we've got a few of them floating around. Um, we're actually in the middle of packing up and moving in at the moment. We came across some incredible photos. And I was like, these would make fantastic photos. In fact, one of them would be a fantastic canvas. So um, there are tons of things to choose from on the SME Mall. Just go there and search and see what I'm saying. I think there's, I don't know. Uh, nearly 300 odd merchants on the mall at the moment. Um, but whether it's a photo book, whether it's a canvas, whether it's just like some personalized stuff or some pictures, uh, smemall.org, search the word photo, P H O T O, not F O T O. Uh, and yeah, that's our, our featured. So if I'm reading that, then that tells me that I'm pretty much at the end of the show. Um, have I got, yep. Have I got questions and answers? Let's have a look through over here. Um, give me a sec. One question. Yeah, one question. Last week you mentioned some cool gadgets. How do we know when these come out? Yeah, okay. It's a, it's a good question. Uh, so I can only give you my opinion of what you could do. He's um, not going to let that one down there yet. So basically, this it's, it's very simple. Uh, I what I do is I actually take a note of the products that I saw and that I liked, and then I look for their website. Two things happen on the website. One, it says coming soon. Uh, three things actually happen, sorry. One, the product's not there. So that then confirms for you that it is a prototype. What I then do is I take the name of that company and the name of the product that, I, that I'd seen, and I go to about June or July in my calendar, and I save a reminder to myself there. Because in six months from now, I can check back again. If there's still nothing on the website, chances are it was just one of those uh, advertising, not gimmicks, but you know, one of those things to show that they can do it. Um, the second thing is when you get to the website and you do see the product there, then one of two things happen. One, buy now. So problem solved. You don't have to worry about when it's coming out. It's clearly out. And that is the case for a lot of the products that I did feature last week's show. If you didn't watch last week's show or listen to last week's show, it's up on all of our channels. Um, then the third thing that would probably happen, and more so nowadays in us, will be leave your email address um, and we'll remind you. 
when it does launch, or there'll probably be a link to an Indiegogo or a Kickstarter, you know, a crowdfunding type campaign page. Go through there and you'll get all the information that you need, launch dates, prices, et cetera, et cetera. There's one other little tip that I can actually throw into to this listeners, and it's something that I use all the time, is a simple free tool. Maybe that's actually a great way to end up the show, given how I start off the show with efficiency. So even if you're not doing this for cool gadgets, this tool um, works for everything, is Google Alerts. It's, it's one of Google's best products, and so many people don't use it. So what Google Alerts does, like its name, go to Google, type Alerts into search, and it will bring up a page where you can type in a word or a name or product or whatever you want, and you save it. And any time that that product is mentioned, you will get an email or if you've got the Chrome extension, a pop-up um, alerting you to the fact that that product was mentioned, where it was mentioned, with a link straight through to go and, to go and see it. Now, I use Google Alerts. Uh, uh, <laughs> I use Google Alerts. Alerts. I use Google Alerts um, for sports. So I have a couple of sports teams that I follow. So I've put them into Google Alerts and specifically on the esports arena because the esports played across multiple territories and different time zones. So I don't always get to know about it. So, you know, I might, I might be sitting and an alert goes off saying the Die Wolves three up on the OCL. I was like, shit, I didn't know they were playing. Um, and I can quickly tune in. So Google Alerts is a great way of trying to stay on top or find out when things come. Now, unfortunately, it does send you every time it's mentioned. And it does group it, but it, if it finds a mention, it will send it through to you. You can turn it off. I think you can change the frequency as well. But generally with new products or products that are about to be launched, this wouldn't be the case. So I hope that does help. Um, I can't think of, of anything else. I'm just having a look here if there's any other. You know, I've asked, I've asked that question before. So yeah, that's how I do it. Um, I cannot see any other questions or any other things. So I think that's uh, going to take us to the end of the show. So uh, until next time, keep your screens clean and your knobs shining. <laughs>